As we open the door to mystery and suspense, we see a light at the end of the hallway. A steady thump is not an unseen entity in the walls. It is your own heart beating. Come further and be enveloped in the light of Schlock Shock Radio. Atop the spiraling mountain, adorned with treacherous paths long forgotten, amidst the frozen, isolated peaks located deep in the murky formations known as the Rockies, inside the towering needle of stone and mortar, laced insidiously together, forming the perilous, monstrous, magnificent monolithic form known as Morwood Manor. An agent of evil has finally removed its mask and revealed its grotesque and gloating smile. Under a false guise of innocence personified, the murderous spirit has supplanted itself into what is left of our tragic heroes, fallen and captured. The odious claws of those monstrous savage beasts known as the Dormant are now about your arms, clutching you tight, cutting deep through the surface of your clothes and skin, the uncomfortable sensation of thick, warm blood coming to the surface, trickling down your elbow, freezes you in an instant as the cold, menacing wind blows around you. The wind grows warmer, warmer still, as you notice that it is not the wind, but the wretched stench of the dormant, their breath pounding down on you from the gnarled, growling mouths, which scream and cry out for you, cry out to join them. Join them all in the murky depths below, down deep into the complete and utter desolation. The final hour is at hand, and the dormant's purpose will soon be fulfilled as they journey downward with our captive friends, Emily Taylor and William Landor, down to the eponymous destination known as... Chapter 6, Road to Saigothagoth. Lost we are to their plight, for we are still with yet another of our fallen comrades, who has been left under close scrutiny, not only by the presence of the dwelling dormant, but also in the anticipating, cold, immortal fingers of death itself. The gunshot wound still bleeds out little by little, the weak heartbeat still hammers, the sudden flutter of an eyelid precedes the faint breath, struggling to take in, to let out, and to take in the air once more. Larry Seaton, the outsider among us, has now found his way back in. Uh, 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 oh, God. Uh, oh, jeez. You bloody, you bloody bastards. Look at you, all together now. Isn't that nice? My chest. Go to hell. No, no, never mind. We're already there. Already there. What? What are you waiting for? Huh? 
you're gonna do it, do it. I'm through being patient with you. Don't just sit there, all of you, staring at me. Go on. Do it. What the? Who said that? Hey, where are y'all going? Who said you could go? I sure as hell didn't. Hey, get back here. What are you afraid of? Sure as hell not you. What? Who's there? They're not afraid. They're obedience. Where are you? What? Hey, I see you. Lurking in the shadows. What the hell are you? Come out! <clears throat> I'm not lurking. I'm watching. This room isn't very well lit, and your vision isn't all up to snuff. So how's about I come a little closer? There. How's that for a good gander? Gordon? Larry, I'm glad to see we're on a first-name basis, seeing as how we've never been introduced. You're... You're one of them. One of those dormants. No wonder they listen to you. But you're... You're talking. Yes, Larry, I can talk. At least on one of my better days. But it's still... <coughs> hurts to keep keep it going your face could use a little patching up here and there too you still don't look how you said up to snuff you should talk you'll be joining me soon lying on the floor like this here sit up <sighs> there that's better what are we doing here Gordon you like your dinner face to face, is that it? Actually, I thought we might discuss this. I'm giving it back to you. A book? What? Why the hell are we talking about a book? You tell me. You wrote it. What? Take it. Look through it. This. All this, it's. It's my handwriting. Well, maybe your vision is getting better. Now that I've got your attention, I think we best talk. Don't you? What is... all this? Why are you... Why are you here? And where are the others? On their way to the cellar. Lucy will be taking them down. To the lower depths. I expect they've just crossed <coughs> the threshold. It's fortuitous, really, that you put me in charge of watching you. I hadn't expected that to go so well. Also, Lucky Lucy was such a <clears throat> poor shot here, missing your organs by inches. It seems <clears throat> to follow you in spades, this luck, especially when I found you. Out on the road that night, the others came. I rescued you in the nick of time before William almost ran you over with the bus. Remember? I... I don't... There... There was somebody with me that night. I, it was... It was you! You hit your head on the ice once you fell. The bus crashed on the side of the road. I, I carried you in my... <clears throat> 
putridly state all the way back up the mountain. <clears throat> I found you where the road left you. Not the actual road, mind you. I was... Expecting you. I took you all the way and broke back into Morwood through the kitchen window. You had to keep warm, but my... <clears throat> state had been rather depleted getting you that far. I took you into the pantry and closed the door. <clears throat> After that, it becomes a bit muddled. I... I, I can't... Believe this. You're trying to trick me. When I awoke in the pantry, you tried to attack me. As you can see, I haven't really been myself lately. I told you, it can be difficult. I'm surprised it's lasted this long. Which is why I, I find it very hard to trust what you're saying. Larry, focus. Get your head clear and together. Stop. <coughs> dawdling and listen to me. I want you to answer me one question, plainly and <clears throat> truthfully. What year do you come from? What has that got to do with? What year, Larry? 2015, alright? No, not alright, Larry. Answer again. What year? 2015. 2015! Oh boy. Listen, Larry, because you're not going to like what I have to tell you. We don't have much time, and we need to focus, and we need to move fast. If you don't believe me, I'll prove it to you. How? Reach into your jacket, right inside at the seam. Do it. Alright, alright. Feel the seam? Yeah. Alright, now, along that seam is an irregular piece of fabric. It's a hidden compartment. When you tear it open, You'll find something red. Red. Red blood, I bet. Hear the scene now. What the? Oh my god, it, it looks like red soot. Lots of it. But how to get in here? How did you know? I told you. You wrote it down. Here. Right in this book. Now listen to me, Larry. Listen very carefully. We have a lot to talk about. Down below in the murky, dripping depths, we join alongside the herd of the dormant, holding their dark blanket of the cold abyss. Lucille Combs, the traitorous leader of the pack, keeps her eyes on the path ahead, while her wretched and odious beasts follow in her wake, delivering Emily Taylor and William Landor to an uncertain fate, most horrific and catastrophic. It isn't much further now. I envy you two. I really do. Soon you will be beheld by the wondrous and most insane sight of the infinite through the gears of Psygothagoth. I can hardly wait. Forgive me if I don't clap here with these ropes wrapped tight around my wrists. Ouch! Stop pressing me, vile fiend! Miss, are you hurt? No, William. I'm just besieged by these... these loathsome mongols. You really have to admire the convenience those portals afford us. You would have much farther to go. This mountain is just filled with unforeseen advantages. Not so much that the one we're heading to now. Oh yes, because of them, simple activities such as killing are now like a breeze. That reminds me. 
Ethel, dear, I must ask, what perchance were you dreaming last night when your unfortunate beloved Roger here caught me in the act of securing Edward's body in the tub? The portal he used wasn't one I came up with. So where did it come from? Ethel dreamed. I dreamed of you, Lucy, far away through the rings adorned with <coughs> the runes poor Ethel came across in the cellar. I remember it was like when we both went down together. She heard the scream of our kind as it burst through the cage. <coughs> she fell, hitting her head on the green portal. Uh-huh. Somehow it broke through. I don't understand any of this. Don't you see? I alone was granted the knowledge of the portals through the ruins on the first portal itself. That's how they worked. Yet I wasn't alone in the cellar. You, you were there, Ethel. And somehow, when the ruins passed to me, it left a trace of them on Ethel, too, lost in her dreams. She must have found me as I murdered Edward. And then, like a switch, the portal opened. Huh, finally. That bit was bugging me for a while now. At last. Oh, well. All's well that ends well. For some. Hold still for a bit, miss. I've got a conscious blow my wrist. The right one. What is it? It's a lighter. It's been in my pocket the whole time. I lifted it up in my sleeve before they patted us down. I'm not letting you be taken before this is all over. So here. Try to burn through your ropes quick as you can. You seem to be rather chatty back there. <laughs> Good. That means you're bored. Which means I get a chance to entertain before we get there. I've been meaning to tell you the story anyway. Just look at these caves, will you? They have so many stories to tell. The secrets vast and truths abound. Now, oh, brother, here she goes again. William, be careful! Well, at least my brethren will keep the peanut gallery down for the tale. Now, where was I? Oh yes, the caves. Such sights it has beheld. Quiet, yet watchful. Patient, yet powerful. Can you imagine how long Psygothagoth has dwelled in these caves? Quite some time, really. But certainly not any time you're aware of. What do you mean, Lucy? Tell us. Years of eons from now, almost precisely near the end of time itself, Psygothagoth traveled here to the world this realm has become. All the way here in our future time? Even more distant than where Larry came from? Much, much further than Mr. Seaton, I assure you. Yet in that distant time, something terrible occurred. Once Psygothagoth arrived, a wretched rift emanated from this realm and separated him from his craft. Craft? You mean like an airship? The craft, Mr. Lander, and yes, a ship. It was lost to him, becoming entangled in the chain of rifts that followed the big one, and becoming permanently stranded somewhere in the distant past. So this Psygoth is a being from another world? Another time? We do not speak about where they are from, but it was Psygothagoth who found us, yes. It was true, once he was stranded in the distant future, with his ship lost to the depths of the Earth's past, he searched high and low until he finally locked onto a unique signature. Some writing? An energy signature. A peculiar energy signature inside this very mountain. Once he isolated it, he then found the grand design, a brilliant instrument to help him in his quest to return to the ship that was his home. The machine in the mountain? 
The artifice. The one that Larry told us about. By George. He was right about it being built by ancient hands. Hands even say Gothagoth himself had not encountered before. A distant race that marked the earth even before man had created the very device that could bring the master back to his home. We've got to keep her talking. Uh, what was that machine really about, if you don't mind me asking? It was a fork, able to bend backwards the path of time itself, just as the rift had done. Say, so the goth understood it, and then he changed it. Changed it? Mm-hmm. Reworking its components, it allowed him to go back, but sadly only bit by bit. With the machine's power source, he could only go back 80 years. And that's why you need the dormant. They're the power source. That's why you need us to become them. Oh, blast you. You spoiled the finish for my story, Emily. Mr. Seaton was really quite clever, but in the end, he will be dealt with truly and utterly. How's it going, miss? Almost. I can't get it still. I... And here we are, at the final destination. For you two, at least. Behold, in all its wonder and splendor, the grand design, the road to Saigothagoth. This is it? It's just a big hole, looks like to me. No. Look, William. There. And there. Along the rim of the hole. They look like large metal rings standing on platforms. Five, six, ten in all. Your eyesight is genuine. But alas, you both do not see the big picture. Oh, you silly beings. This isn't all of it. Only part of it. Gaze, will you, at the artifice completing itself. Gaze as the road is completed. Sigothagoth is near. He has come to complete his design. Good God, William. That sound. It's coming from down in the hole. It's rising. He awakes. He lives. Goth, the goth is here! Dear Lord in heaven, it can't be. He... It's massive, like a skyscraper. Those tentacles. There must be hundreds, thousands of them. That purplish skin underneath. What kind of creature is this? It's not all skin. It's like hard metal. Wheels and cog-like things all over it. It's like some giant clockwork on octopus legs. It's growing even bigger. Those two stalks keep growing. In heaven's name, what are they? They're his antenna, my dear Emily. How else would one see apart from the usual eyes? It's... it's unbelievable. It's a giant machine. Slimy tentacles. The road is vast and powerful. It serves him and him alone. Oh my god, Will. I understand now. Psygothagoth, he's not just operating the machine, he reworked it. Now, he is the machine. Do you see now? Century upon century, Psygothagoth perfected the artifice. But alas, could only go back one step at a time. If he were to go farther than the 80 years, it would destabilize his very core, his very existence. The machine and the power would overcome him, 
and he would die. We were his last hope when he found us. The dormant, as you call us. We guarded this machine inside the mountain, and now, through you, we will care for this machine again to bring the great Psychothagoth home and to ultimate power. Pardon me, but if he's so great, then why couldn't he build another one of them craft thingies like the one he had? Because he did not build his craft, Mr. Landor. It was given to him to deliver his wisdom, to free him from the shackles of those who would oppress him. The craft is his salvation, his only hold on the infinite. All will learn through his wisdom to serve him once more, and then he will be able to go home again. He's almost ready. Once the dormants gather around to allow his mechanisms to harness their stored energy, the artifice will start the road. Gather, my brethren. The hour has arrived. Go forth to the conduits. We will connect with the rings and provide the link. When everyone is aligned, we will be ready to pull this lever before you and begin the transplantation. He feels it. It is near! So am I. What the? Larry! Can't be! You! What are you doing here? How? Your bodyguard wasn't much of a fight, Lucy. Sorry to disappoint you. Larry, run! They're going to start the machine! Get out before they attack! No, Emily. Not this time. If they want to turn on that machine, they're going to fight through us. <laughs> oh, Mr. Seaton. You are a card, truly. How do you suppose, with more than half your fighters in our capture, to, as you say, threaten us? I see you've even brought something along with you. They look like bottles. You brought liquor down with you as a weapon? What are you doing now? These are what we call Molotov cocktails. A little ahead of your time, but not too far off. I expect I won't get the patent pending on these, but... I'm sure some lucky bastard will. Oh, a party he wants to give us. And what do you intend to do with these cocktails? Simply this. Dormant! He set the dormant on fire with those things! No! It's spreading like wildfire. They don't know what to do. They just keep running into each other and spreading it. Will, quick, take this. You son of a bitch! Beautiful knife. Brilliant! Hold on, miss. I'll have us free in a jiffy. Look out! Phillip's behind you! It's very naughty, William. Sorry, Philip. I mean, Mr. Morley. I expect I lost my job with that punch. I don't think we need to worry about that now. Where's Larry? There he is. Lucy and the rest of the dormants. They're chasing him. Oh, good God. We have to help him. Try and get me up here. Whoa, this ledge is narrower than I thought. Stuck in a pickle, Mr. Seaton. Larry, we're coming for you. William, Emily. William, look out, that tentacle behind you. William! Get off me. Get off this little Will, hold on. Come on. Light, damn you, light. There. Hey, goth man. Here's some nice energy for you. Bullseye! Stop him! That did it, I'm free! William, you made it! Without a bit of luck, miss. 
Your boyfriend up there didn't hurt either. Come on, we've got to help him. Emily, William, I'm throwing this bundle down to you. They're all that's left of the cocktails. Here, catch. Oh boy. Got him. My God, Larry, there's a whole mess of these bottles. Where did you get all this? Turns out old Vera had a really big drinking problem. They were stashed in her luggage. Jeez, oh Pete's. No wonder I nearly broke my back. Look, she's found you. Larry, behind you. Well, well, isn't this a lovely spot to die? You would know, Lucy. Either one of us could tumble off this ledge. I prefer to think a woman's touch solves everything. And now, we're about to find out. Oh God, they're gonna loosen the rock doing that. Larry, be careful! She's trying to push you! I'm... aware... of that! Come, come, Mr. Seaton. I thought you were a gentleman. He's got his hands full. There's no way they won't plummet. Oh my God, look! The doorman! They're swarming behind Lucy. They'll help her push him over the edge. Quick, William, help me light these bottles. Duck, miss. Whew. Nearly bought another of those tentacles. We have to move. Here, give me the lighter. Give up, Mr. Seaton. You thought you could defeat us with glassware? You can't stop us this time, or any time. Emily, watch out! More dormant! They found us! Run, William! It's no good. They're surrounding us. There's no way out. It's high time you learned when to take a fall. Goodbye, Mr. Seaton. <clears throat> he fell straight down. Larry, get up. Oh my god. The dormant are swarming all over him. They'll rip his body to shreds. Cat offered me a drink. Vera! Oh my god, the others. They're right behind you, William! Ah. Get off me! It's all three of them! Vera, Ethel, Roger, and Gordon, stop it! Let him go! Ah, I see our other guests have arrived. The party has truly begun. <sighs> William, try to grab my hand. I wouldn't try that, Emily. They feel rather cheated by these foolish antics you tried to raise against them. I think our party will do best to provide an example. One can be afforded now, even with our setbacks. Vera, Ethel, Roger, Gordon, I'll have to deal with you on your guard duty later. But go ahead and take our Mr. Landor here to join less worthy company now. Miss Emily. Stay back! Get off me! Where are you? No! Stop! Get off me! William, no! Let him go! Don't drop him down there! Into the pit, Mr. Landor. I'm sorry to see you go this way. Get off me! Get off! Get off! Ah! William! You... you despicable creatures. You didn't have to throw him over like that. Oh, God. Oh God, get them off of Larry. Can't you see he's done for? Stop, you murderous blood beasts. Let me through, let me through. Let her go, my little ones. That was her last 
cocktail. Larry, Larry, look what they've done to you, you miserable soul. Please wake up. Larry, please be alive, please. It's too late for him now, Emily. You and him will not stop the road now. Back away from him, you deceitful witch. My brethren, to the rings, hurry! Ten of you, all around the pit. Say God, the God is now ready to begin. There, my faithful. You've done well in taking care of Mr. Steven and the rest. Now, fulfill your purpose. Then the fort, bring new age to begin with the road of Psygothodon. Arise, O oh great Psygothodon. Arise, your time awaits. <laughs> What's that? Who's laughing? Who? That's right. His time awaits. And so does mine. You rotten bastard. Why can't you simply just die? Larry, what are you doing? Getting my cigarette out of my jacket pocket here. Been saving this for the right occasion. Feels like it's right about now. I kept forgetting I had it with me. Funny to keep forgetting, but... You know something? I kept another thing in this pocket. Right here. What is... What the devil? Is this some sort of joke? It's that red soot. The stuff I kept finding all over the manor up above. That's right, Emily. Turns out it was coming from me the whole time. You must have taken an even nastier fall than I dared hope for, losing your mind like this. On the contrary, Lucy. I finally found it with the help of this little book your friend gave me. Here it is. What nonsense is this? What friend? I'll get to that. But first, allow me to tell you a funny story. Has something to do with your big boss. Ol' Sai, turns out, was carrying something with them all along while he went back again and again through all of those centuries into the past. And that little something was this book. Know how I know this? Because I put it there. What? <laughs> yep, that's right. Hell, I'm not even sure when exactly. My memories are pretty far gone, what with all the time traveling I've been through these past few centuries. Centuries? What do you mean, Larry? Centuries? This is madness. That's right, Emily. I'm not from the year 2015. If I were to even guess, I wouldn't come close to a specific year. All I know is that I come from a future much, much farther than 2015. That's right, you big, repellent pile of melting gears. I've been fighting your ass for centuries and I kept forgetting it. Each time I went back, so I wrote this book, a journal of sorts. Sorry, I... I didn't mention that before, did I? I guess I am now. Larry, you're not making any sense. What does this book have to do with all this? It's my own personal message in a bottle. Somehow I was hoping that in some way, someone would find it on Psy here. Someone who could pass it on to me, to help me out. And guess what? Someone finally, finally did just that. 
Someone who was able to resist the pool of the doorman's influence and work it out. Someone who could get me back this book to help me remember. Remember what I had to do on the day Psygothagoth falls. I don't care what you think you'll have in that book. Your madness has consumed you and it will be your fault before anyone else's. Weary, it's pointless to stop them. We can't possibly outmaneuver them now. See, Emily? That's where you're wrong. I have a feeling that Psygoth here is getting closer to his craft. Either in this cycle or the next, he'll find it. And once he does, he won't just go home. He'll use it to destroy our own world and make it his own. A place where no humanity is left to stop him. Only then can he truly be home. Good God. He's right. You have nothing to stop us, Seedon. You never have and you never will. Well, that's too bad. Because it ends right now. Isn't that right, Gordon? <gasps> right as right can be. Gordon! How dare you! You traitorous insect! Thanks to Gordon here, I finally got my book back. And now, at last, I remember how to stop the almighty Sagothagoth. And your deceit now! How can you stop them, Larry? I told you. With this. The soot? But how? What could you possibly do with that useless dirt pile? Oh, this isn't just any ordinary dirt pile. It's actually a byproduct of the machine your boss has managed to fuse himself with. It's been here in this mountain for quite some time, and only in small amounts. But as the machine went further and further back into the past, it started to accumulate. And if one were to say, travel, backwards along the timeline, through the many years and collect enough of it, he'd have just enough to cause a little chain reaction. And soon after, a very potent, very volatile explosive. All it needs is a little kick. That's enough of your tomfoolery. The road is ready, the machine is powered, and there is nothing you can do stop it now. I agree with you. There's nothing I can do now. Larry! Because I already did it. See, I don't really like getting beat up that much, but I made an exception this time to give me an advantage. While your little mongrel pets were laying into me one after another, I smeared this soot all over their furry little hides, one by one. It sticks pretty well, better than I thought it would. And now that they're covered in it, what do you think the electrical fields generated by all those rings will do to them? I feel it will be something very, very nasty. There they go. They're exploding. All of them. They're melting on the spot. That's not all. Psygothagoth, he's overloading, breaking his supports. He's gonna fall right down into the pit. Master! No! My god, Larry. It's all falling apart. Remember that volatile chain reaction I told you about? I think it's about to show itself here real soon. I think it already has. Feel that? It's... it's pulling us toward the pit! Hurry! Grab something. We'll go right over. Mm, the stairs. They're right over there. Come on. I'm trying. 
It's pulling us too much. You impudent bitch! You'll pay for this! Emily! She's got my foot! She's going to drag me down with her! Hold on to my hand! I'm gonna wrench you free! You will both die for this! Not today! William! William, you're alive! Lucky for me, Gordon doesn't know how to throw. At last! He uses my first name. Quick, Larry. Grab my hand. I'm holding it onto the rocks. You should be able to reach the stairs that way. Here. I got Lucy. You break loose. No! I'm free. Here, Emily. To me. But what about William? Get out of here. Go. I'll keep her down. Go before this whole mountain explodes. We can't leave him. We have to. There's no way we can reach him. We'll never forget this, William. Thank you. Shove off. And they went after me. Here, climb up. There you go, on the stairs. Climb up and get the hell away. What about you, Gordon? I'm going on vacation. Now go, both of you, go! Outside. We made it. Uh, barely. Here, let me help you up. <clears throat> Thanks. Here, you need this more than I just wearing a dress. Take my jacket. You'll freeze. Believe me, I'm used to the cold. It's over. It's really over now, isn't it? Yep. For now. Will you look at that? The whole manor. More wood itself. It's like it imploded. Almost nothing left. We must have been thrown clear from it. But now, what are we going to do? All the way up here? We'll take what we can from the wreckage over there. Fashion some makeshift snowshoes and head on down the mountain. There won't be anyone for miles around, even if we did get down there. Uh, not so fast. We might have a shot. Before I went down to the caves, Gordon showed me where the telegraph was kept in the manor wing. Then I was right when I saw those wire lines up at the top. Right. We sent a quick SOS along with coordinates, as much as we could get through. I found Vera's bag of bottles right after and then found you in the caves. Maybe somebody down there got the message. You never know. What's that? I forgot I had it. It's Will's lighter. That's funny. I found one, just like that one. Here it is. I found it when I came back to this mountain in the... in the future. You don't think... Here. Give me Will's lighter. <clears throat> Why'd you throw it away like that? Just a hunch. Don't worry. I think I sorted it out. Come on. Let's head over to the wreckage. I just can't believe it. All the things we've seen? What you must have seen? Your whole life? I'm not too worried about that right now. What are you worried about? That Sagatha Goth is still out there. In the future. 
still waiting. Maybe finding another way to make it back. You know, it's funny. All my life, I've always wanted to be a writer. Never told anybody that. This would make one hell of a story. It would. Maybe it will be someday, so people will know about it. And one day be able to... To what? We'll see. Come on, we're almost there. Are you going to be alright? Yeah, I'll be fine. You know, I can't believe it's happened. For what it's worth, it'll be great to finally get off this damn mountain. Just great. The thrilling journey of the dormant has finally come to an end. Schlock Shock Radio, in association with Midnight Prestige. Tonight's presentation, The Dormant, was written and created by Nathan Pinsonalt, starring Stephen Snowden as Larry Seaton, Stacy Pinsonalt as Emily Taylor, Scott Gliney as Philip Morley, Genesis Rodriguez as Lucille Combs, Chris Jarowski as William Landor, Owen Pano as Roger Brady, Dore C. as Ethel Brady, Alex Jules James as Vera Hamilton, Nathan Pinsonalt as Edward Cleese, Jacob Hilston as Gordon Bridgmond, Schlock Shock Radio Introduction by Sean P. Metty, and I, Anthony Gavtakis, your humble narrator. Until next time, stay out of the dark. This series is dedicated to our number one fan, Shondair Canley.